0: Hey, everybody, Dave Hagen here. What happened in the stock market this week? The shorts took it in the shorts. That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Financial Wellness Podcast, or the TFWP as we like to refer to it. This is Dave Hagan coming to you from Topanga, California today. And hey, we got Nick Capel coming to us from San Diego. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Mr. Hagen, how you doing? Always good, always good. Brian's taking the week off. And so we've got Nick standing in uh, and uh, Brian will be back with us next week. We'll have a full round table. But this week, I wanna talk about this crazy stuff that happened with the stock market, the, the shorts and the GameStop, and people buying stock and running up the price and squeezing the shorts. And it was a phenomenal thing, apparently. But what we're going to do is we're going to have Nick tell us a little bit about it. Because, Nick, this is, this is your area of high interest. Tell us a little bit about what happened.
2: Dave, the great praise. Thank you so much. I
0: appreciate that.
2: <laughs> uh, I think that's the first compliment I've had from you in a while. But Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, <laughs> fill us in, being, dude. Fill us yeah, in.
2: But that being said, man, what a week in the stock market. I mean, you want to talk about a revolution from the retail investors. I mean, essentially, I mean, to make it very brief, there are these hedge funds that are shorting a stock, which means where the average stock investor bets that the stock is gonna go up, these hedge funds are betting that the stock company is gonna go down or the company is gonna go down.
0: Well, take, it, take us back out for just a minute. What's, what's a hedge fund?
2: Sure, a uh, hedge fund is a, a large company, a large corporation that has a lot of money invested and they are essentially fiduciaries for others and they place uh, great investments in different stocks to make their Clients' money,
0: kind of like what we thought of as mutual funds and stuff back in the day, per se. So people put their money in; they invest it with this hedge fund, and whoever controls this hedge fund hedge fund makes the investments. Correct. All right. So these hedge funds, which are large amounts of money, are out there, and they are buying stock short. Correct. Meaning, what is short?
2: Meaning that they bet the stock is going to go down in price rather than increase in price.
0: So they're, they're, they're betting against success.
2: Against success.
0: Okay. All right. So then what happened?
2: So then outcomes Reddit. Are you familiar with Reddit, Dave?
0: Now fill us in.
2: So Reddit is essentially a public forum that allows speech and people to speak their minds and there's this subreddit called wall street bets and on wall street bets people are saying quote unquote let's take gamestop to the moon and essentially let's overtake the hedge funds as a bunch of retail investors people who are not necessarily everyday investors but Who want to throw a couple hundred, a couple thousand in the stock market, and see what happens? And so
0: so Reddit's just a forum; it's not an investment platform. Correct. Okay. So
2: there's. And Dave, we should say that we are not giving any financial advice. We are just speaking on the facts.
0: Right. Exactly. We're talking about what occurred and what we can learn from what occurred. Obviously. Investing short, investing short term, that's all against what we're about at TFWP. But I still think it's fascinating as can be. All right. So you got this hedge fund. They've got all this money that they've bet short that some issues are going to go down. And people get together on Reddit and say, wow, what if we buy a bunch of this stock and run it up? We'll run the shorts out of business.
2: Exactly. Exactly. It's wow. a whole David V. Goliath situation. Like, like let's all the little people all get together and let's take over what um, David Portnoy, who is the um, founder of Barstool Sports, calls them the suits.
0: Okay. All right. But they're out there bidding up that stock. They're buying up that stock, stock that's probably not in very good shape or the company behind the stock's not in very good shape. Right. And they're bidding the price up Correct. right all right so what what were they buying stock in was it just one issue was it just like one place i heard something about gamestop or something
2: right so it started so it started out as gamestop so so okay. that was that that was their um their big stock that um they wanted to invest in but as a side note one of the main or majority shareholders of chewy the dog company he and he became one of the biggest investors in GameStop earlier this January. I think that may or may not have perpetuated this move.
0: All right. So what do we think about GameStop as a business? Isn't that the store where the, the kids go buy the video games?
2: I think of it as a blockbuster. I mean, look what happened to Blockbuster. Yeah. yeah. Out of business. but. Yeah. When okay. people find a way to make money and they have a little change, and as Dave Portnoy says, I'm not gonna bet against the power of the internet. It's it's kind of fun. I, I know, you know, Brian loves his scratchers, but if I had a couple bucks, I'd throw it in GameStop.
0: Okay. All right. So you would be betting that GameStop's gonna go up. Now,
2: who knows? Who knows? I I don't know now. But I mean the stock's gone up like. or 16 times your original buy-in within a a month or since October. It's incredible.
0: But the point, at least from my perspective is, and we've got different perspectives on this, it's a business that is shrinking. It's a business that potentially is in trouble. GameStop GameStop in its day was a very viable business, as was Blockbuster. But as people... Continue to download their games, running to the store to buy a copy isn't the same. And yet they have. Go ahead.
2: However, there's been talks, nothing's been confirmed. So this is still a rumor. I just want to let the listeners know it's still a rumor that as um, I forget the um, CEO's name, I'm sorry, but the um, the majority shareholder from, I think the founder of Chewy, who is an expert in e-commerce. Mm-hmm. E-commerce is his space. Mm-hmm. And supposedly the rumor is, is that what he did with Chewy and delivering games and rentals or whatnot with Chewy, he's gonna try, cause he sits on the board right now. What one of his steps mm-hmm. was that he was gonna sit on the board. Mm-hmm. And so now imagine just getting these rentals of games for a couple days, just delivered to your door, or just delivered to you know your PlayStation or Xbox for a couple of days, you pay a couple bucks, and then, especially if it's not even physical, if it just goes to your box or whatever it's called, you know, your PlayStation or Xbox, and you have it for a couple of days and you get that, that fixation out, you know, it can make millions, if not billions of dollars. I mean, I see this as a potential large e-commerce boost. What do you think, Dave?
0: Well, first of all, Chewy. I want to, I want to think this through Chewy, that's Chewy's not the guy from Star Wars, right?
2: That's, that's that's correct. And it's not the granola bar that you buy either.
0: Got it. Chewy, I believe is this company that sells pet supplies online. Correct. Okay. So the, the guy from Chewy, whose expertise is selling things online is now on the board of GameStop. Correct. And GameStop is kind of receding, it's kind of going the way of the blockbuster. But the thought is maybe because this fellow's on the board that GameStop is gonna be able to go on the internet, go virtual and become a much more valuable company, perhaps?
2: You know, that's definitely one theory and there's others, um, you know, that maybe we should talk about.
0: Go ahead, what are other theories?
2: So another theory, just going back to the hedge funds, is that Mm -hmm. now we have to talk about the regulators, who are people who are regulating the New York Stock Exchange and how stocks are traded, Mm -hmm. because unlike any other stock, I mean, Dave, we can both agree that something that is tangential is in between zero and 100%. Are you with me? So like, it can't be less than zero because it wouldn't be there, and it can't be more than 100% because it'll be more than one.
0: Are you with me? I'm I'm barely with. You go ahead. <laughs> I'll do my best to explain. I'm a nuts and bolts kind of guy. Keep <laughs> I'll going. Try to ex- Keep trying to
2: explain. Mm-hmm. And so right now you can go on any type any type of trading platform, your Robinhood, Ameritrade, Etrade, Schwab, etc. so we're not calling out one company or another, and you can see how many stocks are being shorted for whatever reason there was 140% of the stock being shorted in the middle of January. That is absolutely impossible. There's more stock being shorted than there's actual stock that can change hands. Are you with me now?
0: Yeah, but how can that be? I, I wouldn't think you could, you can't short more than 100%.
2: Like I said, call your Congressman, call your Senator, call the SEC. What's going on? But basically a hundred and forty percent of this stock is being shorted, not created.
0: Everybody's betting that it's going down the bowl. Everyone's
2: betting that they're gonna lose. Everyone's betting it.
0: And well, they're gonna they're gonna win by it losing, right? Because well, they own this the, the stock short.
2: Exactly. And and what the investors found is that if they as a team buy up this stock it's going to make the short sellers as we call them or the hedge funds buy this stock to cover their position are you with me yeah Mm -hmm. because one big thing is let's just say a stock is ten dollars and i put in ten dollars and i buy one share of stock and that stock goes to twenty dollars i've made ten dollars on that stock
0: if you're long on the stock
2: I'm, I'm long on a stock.
0: If you're long, sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. But if I bet $10 and I buy that one share, if that stock goes to zero, I can't lose more than $10. Correct. Unlimited. Right. Where, whereas if someone bets that the stock is going to go short or it's going to lose money, that same $10 investment, if it goes to $20, you lost your $10 investment, 100%. If that stock goes to $30, Now you've lost $20. So you're losing more than you could have if you just invested that the stock would go up. And so that's what everyone wanted the hedge fund um, people to do is they wanted to make them lose as much money as possible.
0: Well, and that's one of the biggest downsides from what I understand of buying stock short. When you buy a stock long, the worst that you can do is lose your investment. It'll just go to zero. But when you buy short... If the stock goes up an incredible amount, you could lose many, many, many multiples of your investment. Exactly. And your broker's calling you saying, you need to cover, you need to cover, you got to put money in.
2: And speaking of that, just some facts, I was researching CNBC and the New York Times, and that just in January alone, Melvin Capital, which is one of the hedge funds, the big hedge funds that betted against GameStop, Mm -hmm. they lost 53% of their company shorting GameStop in January. You ask me, Nick, how much is that? They lost $8 billion since 2021.
0: So they had a huge short position in GameStop. And these people got together and said, hey, let's buy a bunch of this and run it up. And this entity, Melvin Capital, lost 53% of its fund value in a month. Yes,
2: exactly. Insanity. Insanity. Not just them, but all their investors as well.
0: Right, right. Wow. Now, what do you think about this, even being able to buy stock short? Is that a a good idea? You know, my my experience with shorts, I I mean, I would never buy stock short. I I don't like the idea of betting on someone to lose. And I don't like the unlimited uh, downside. But my experience or my knowledge of shorts was the last couple of years when a lot of people were shorting my buddy, Elon over at Tesla and it was creating a lot of stress on the value of his stock. People wanted it to go up, but there were a lot of people that didn't think he was going to make it. So they were buying him short. And even when he was having some success, he was still one of the highest shorted stocks on the market. And this was just driving him crazy. Is it a good idea to let people bet on someone to fail?
2: Well, I think it's it really goes down. I mean, not to sound too philosophical, but to me it comes down to a free market. I think if you want to put money in, you should be able to bet long. You should be able to bet short, bet options. But I mean, options and all that's a you know different episode. But mm-hmm. I, I just personally, you know, especially when well, we should talk about this later on. But you know, Hood restricted some stocks from being bought this Mm -hmm. previous week Mm -hmm. but I think that just my personal opinion and no one else's and not TFWP so don't worry Dave but (laughs) I I, I think that if you think a stock is going to go down if you want to put money in and you want to take that inherent risk you should be able to and if you think a stock's going to go up and you want to take a long position I think you should be able to so that's just my position
0: okay all right you know as I was listening to you talk something occurred to me you used the term bet three times, not invest, bet. And I'm not saying you specifically, but I'm saying maybe perhaps the people that are involved in this are seeing it more as a bet and less of what it should be, an investment.
2: 100%. 100%. I mean, moving away from GME or GameStop really quick, I mean, there's these other companies that Reddit's pushing such as blackberry nokia uh, there's just one stock called naked which i think uh creates men's uh underwear but where where are these companies i haven't had a blackberry in 15 years i haven't had a nokia in 20 years i, I mean i don't see them in the news i mean to me it just seems arbitrary like you're picking a number on roulette
0: i mean it seems like it to me it seems like it to me and then the people that are participating in this forum reddit if they all get together and say hey let's run it up is that is that like some kind of group stock manipulation
2: just my position again dave i would say no because it comes back to free market however let's just say you know you go back to the 30s 20s and you know you have the italian mafia sitting on a couch smoking cigars and you know like some type of mafioso type stuff i i think that would be more manipulation or to where Robinhood is limiting the types of stocks that you can buy and also this might be tangential but Robinhood was in talks with melvin capital and with citadel but we can get to that later um and giving them free advice as to what the robin hood traders were investing in or betting in, whichever you prefer, but, um, but yeah.
0: I mean, I, and, and just to be clear, I don't, I don't want to, uh, uh say specifically that these were, you know, mafia people or especially not Italian mafia people, perhaps <laughs> underworld elements. I understand what you were saying, but just,
2: just an example. That's it. That's
0: just it. to be clear. I don't want to get, I don't want to get a lot of emails this week, Nick, <laughs> <laughs> So people are sitting around saying, Hey, let's build it, bid this up. They go out and they buy the stock because everyone starts buying the stock. The price starts going up. But these are people that are putting money out there just to, just to build the stock up. I mean, as the, as the market settles again, these stocks are still going to go down. It would seem to me. You would assume Dave. Well, and I would also, I mean, I would also think that, that, people could lose money bidding it, bidding it up. You know what I mean?
2: Dave, people can lose money in X, Y, or Z ways. I I do think that these types of stocks, I mean, put it this way, AMC, which is another stock that's a Reddit type stock. You, you know, people haven't gone to the movie theaters since last March, if yeah. not earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, what business does this stock have going up 800% in the last week? I mean, I mean, at least in Southern California, we're still in the purple tier. We we can't go to indoor movie theaters.
0: Right. So you're telling me that this happened, this phenomenon happened to AMC theaters as well. Correct. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Not
2: not not to the same degree, but also where I was talking about the GameStop float being around 140 percent. AMC is around forty percent, and also the available shares. Dave, I, I think that w- if someone wants to know all this, that just send us an email. We we will send you a very, very good and substantive email, and I'll write it personally if anyone has a question about it. But me. I
0: want to stand. I want to understand the basic elements of of what occurred because you hear the little blip on the news, you know, uh, AMC up this amount or GameStop, blah 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 blah. And you can you can misunderstanding it if you just listen to the blurbs on the news. Sure. That's why I wanted to spend some time talking about this to completely understand and and frankly, Nick, to have you fill in some of the, the gaps in my understanding. But I, I think I'm starting to get the the hang of it at this point.
2: Yeah, I, I mean definitely the thing is is that I've read so many articles and forums about what's going on and it would take more than this one podcast. I mean, maybe we can have a part two and I mean, who knows what's even going to happen next week. I mean, people are still upset about the hedge funds and let me tell you, Dave, this is not the first time it's happened, but I do think through technology that people are becoming more aware, more aware of what's actually going on behind the scenes and what the quote unquote suits are actually doing.
0: Yeah. But I mean, up, upset with the hedge funds. I mean, I already told you I was not a fan of of a hedge fund, not necessarily right. a hedge fund per se, but a hedge fund per se, um, putting a lot of money on a short position and creating undue um, pressure on a stock. What about the, the Reddit people getting together and and basically bidding up a stock? I mean, that sounds kind of upsetting to me. That's That sounds like market manipulation. And I'm not. I'm not a securities lawyer. I'm so I'm not. I'm not rendering any kind of an opinion. I'm just saying, geez, you get all these people on a forum and they say, hey, let's buy this. Now I could understand if they thought that the guy that was on the board was bringing value to a morphing, you know, kind of gain stop entity. There I would understand that. But AMC Theaters, it's not the same thing. It's the same guy isn't on the board at AMC, right? The Chewy hear- dude.
2: Yeah, it, well, Yeah, I hear your point loud and clear. However, I mean, let's just say, Dave, you, you go to your closest friends and you say, Hey, let's put a, a large amount in the company XYZ. What's the difference? I mean, I mean, what's the difference from having a forum and telling your followers, hey, let's do this? I mean, there's no coercion, there's no duress. People are free to make their own decisions. They they don't have to put their money in. True. But I I also think that they don't want to have a regret. You know, I never got in the GameStop. I wish I did, but I'm one of those people who is just more conservative to, um, as what you know, some are labeling it as a meme stock, M E M E stock, because it's just a meme. I I mean, it's it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of like a, a, you know, we were talking earlier. I mean, it's kind of like this group of people are like the David, and then you know, these hedge funds of the Goliath and they're battling out to see who, which way the stock can go. Is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? And then you have Robin Hood, who's kind of like the referee who, when David's winning says, whoa, 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 we got to put a stop to this. We got to implement a new rule. No, we are taking away your sword and now we're giving you a pickaxe.
0: Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. And in, 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 in your analogy, Goliath would be the hedge fund exactly. where individual people have put money into this fund and one person or a small group of people are making this short investment, a very, very large amount of money moving in on a stock short. On the other hand, the David in your analogy seems to be, and I gather this from what I've seen from the news, Small individual investors, people exactly. who aren't putting in large amounts of money. They're putting in a grand or two, but it's a very large number of Davids. So you take all those thousand, two thousand dollar investments. And when they all invest by talking to each other and Reddit, that now becomes a very large sum of money. Oh, yeah. Just put in though by individual people. So now you've got. 100,000 Davids up against one Goliath, although there's a lot of people standing behind the Goliath, too. I suppose it's just how you look at it.
2: Well, I mean, put it this way, Dave, to make the Goliath go down $8 billion in a month, and let's just say, for hypothetical sake, that were to happen in one year, that company, if it were not to go bankrupt and it did have you know, the liquidity, would lose over $100 billion billion in one year. That's how many Davids are getting together and saying, we don't think this is fair.
0: But isn't that a totally new eye-opening experience in the markets?
2: Dave, I had to buy new glasses to see this eye-opening experience. This is a once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> thing.
0: I mean, this is this is really a different way of thinking about what's going on out there. Amazing. Simply, simply amazing. Thanks, Nick, for kind of filling in my understanding on this.
2: Of course, Dave. What am I here for?
0: (laughs) And just to be clear, none of this type of betting is not the kind of investing that we would ever encourage on TFWP. We've got an episode coming up in a couple of weeks where we're gonna talk about the low, slow, and grow approach. But I think it's fascinating as people have more and more money and they have the ability to move in and out of the markets on these different platforms. A lot of people investing their money now on, on phones. I think it's changing things. And it's interesting to watch and see what everybody's doing. That's a wrap for this week. We'll see you next week. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast.
1: You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.